Black Panther star Letitia Wright is defending herself after tweeting an anti-vax video. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris gave their first joint interview after the election. And Warner Media has big news for its slate of movies in 2021. The date, December 4th, 2020. The time, news o'clock. Hey friends, I'm Casey Rackham. And I'm Zach Safford. Welcome to BuzzFeed's News O'Clock. Zach, do you want to know what I did last night? 100%. What What did you do? <laughs> I caught up on Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. <gasps> My favorite show I do not watch. <laughs> Tell me I know, more. <laughs> where, you have, where you have your favorite personality, Heather Gay, <gasps> who I want to talk about. Uh, Duchess Gay. Okay. Duchess Gay. I'm calling her Duchess now for some reason, but yes. Oh, that's nice. I like that. Okay, so you know how I told you about the woman, Mary, who married her step-grandfather? How could I forget? Okay, so she, like, really loves, like, fancy things, fancy clothes, and she decided to, like, throw a luncheon, and she wanted it to have a theme, so it was the Met Gala, but I cannot emphasize this enough, this was a luncheon for six to eight people in the middle of the day, and and, in formal wear, okay? So they all, like, so you basically the camera was on all the women as they're arriving and stuff like that. And they're like, oh, a red carpet in, in the middle of Utah in the, at noon. I, <laughs> um, so that, that was one person's reaction. But the best reaction was Heather Gay, okay. where she was like, yeah, so the theme's the Met Gala, but uh, Met Gala's an event. And the theme changes every year, so I'm not sure. <laughs> I mean, T, that is real. The Met Gala is at a place, the Metropolitan Museum, and every year the theme is different because Anna Wintour chooses the theme and Rihanna somehow right. shows up. That's right. the Met Gala. That is wild. I love Heather Gay. You know, this woman, Duchess Gay, is, you know, an icon, really, and a truth teller. She is a truth teller in the she Real did. Housewives she said, world. When they were talking about, like, what they were wearing, she was talking to her cousin. They were in the car, and, and she was like, you know what? We had a lot of things stacked up against us. We had to dress for uh, evening wear, the Met Gala, and a luncheon all at once. All <laughs> so at the what, same do you, time. what do you wear? But I would say the upside and one of the weirder things of this already weird event was that Mary gave everyone Louis Vuitton earbuds. They make earbuds? Yeah, and then they all prayed together. Oh, there was prayer. Okay. At the, this at the Met show, Gala luncheon. The contradictions here are infinite. We love. And this also is the type of chaos that I only want from a Real Housewives franchise in Utah that I will watch when it's all done. Uh-huh. And that, uh-huh. America, is why I haven't watched yet because I know once I start, I can't stop. <laughs> and I want a good binge weekend. So, you know, I'm going to wait and, to watch and I'll my be, And I'll be ready for that. I'll, I'll be, be ready for that. I'm going to come on the show so hyped. So hyped afterwards. <laughs> All right, Zach, it's time for today's top stories. What have you got for us? Okay. We got our first joint interview from President-elect Joe Biden and Vice President-elect Kamala Harris on CNN. They covered a little bit of everything from climate change to hiring a diverse cabinet. But one soundbite has people doing double takes. And I think my inclination, uh, Jake, is on the first day I'm inaugurated to say I'm going to ask the public for 100 days to mask. Just 100 days to mask. Not forever, 100 days. And I think we'll see a significant reduction if we occur that, if that occurs with vaccinations and masking to drive down the numbers considerably. Now, to clarify, that's not a firm nationwide mandate to wear masks for 100 days, but it would be one of Biden's first acts as president. He also mentioned he would issue a standing order that masks must be worn in all federal buildings. 
Meanwhile, if you're wondering why asking for 100 days of masking is important, CNBC reporter Aaron Ross Sorkin and editor Rick Santelli argued over whether or not distancing and shutting down restaurants was necessary since some politicians have been dining out in larger groups. Hold on. The difference between a big box retailer and a restaurant or frankly even a, a church are so different it's unbelievable. Going I disagree. Into a big box retailer, I disagree. You're wear- I disagree. You're wearing you can a mask. have your thoughts and I you're can have mine. You're required to wear a mask. I disagree. I, it's science. I'm sorry. It's science. If it's you're wearing a mask, science. it's a different story. 500 people at a Lowe's aren't any safer than 150 people in a restaurant that holds 600. I don't believe it. The argument started because the U.S. added only 245,000 jobs in the month of November, while the unemployment rate hit 6.7%, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics. The $908 billion stimulus bill that's in the works from Congress includes $300 billion to small businesses, $160 billion for state and local governments, and an additional $300 a week to unemployment benefits. Uh, Zach, I know this isn't the takeaway, but when has there ever been 500 people in a Lowe's? I will share something I'll tell on myself. Um, the other day I had to go to a Home Depot on Black Friday because my uh, router fell from uh, a shelf and ripped the cord. And let me tell you, Casey, Home Depot on Black Friday, I think there were 500 people there. It was Ooh. insanity. Okay, that checks So that's out. the only that day. Out. But you're right. When are there that many people at a Lowe's? <laughs> Why are they so loud on cable television? Like, we aren't allowed to get that loud. Why can they? I don't understand. People are upset. <laughs> Um, and then and then talking about I mean, it will be interesting for Joe Biden to see if it becomes a, a mandate for the mass for 100 days and stuff like that. But it is interesting because I read a thread today from a doctor on Twitter that was just talking about like, hey, you know, the vaccine's going to protect you, but it's not necessarily going to protect other people if they haven't taken it because you can still pass it to them. So it's like we still need to be wearing masks. So, I mean, hopefully some sort of mass situation. I truly we've been doing this for since March. How are people still so not hip to the masks? Once you get on the the train, it's easy. It's easy breezy. There are some beautiful masks out there. It's a good fashion moment. I actually ordered some. This is not a sponsored post, but Reebok has some amazing athletic masks for like 30 bucks. You get uh, reusable, about three to five of them or something. I don't remember, but really comfortable, very chic, very good for the face. So that's my recommendation. Get them. They can breathe. You can rewatch them. Get over it. It's a mask. All right, Casey, get us up to speed on everything pop culture and entertainment before we head into the weekend. Well, actor Letitia Wright is defending herself after tweeting and deleting an absolutely bonkers anti-vax video on Thursday. The Black Panther star tweeted out the 70-minute video with no commentary other than the prayer hands emoji. The video featured commentary questioning the legitimacy of a COVID-19 vaccine. It also questioned the existence of climate change and included transphobic language. After deleting the video, Wright tweeted out this statement on Friday. My intention was not to hurt anyone. My only intention of posting the video was it raised my concerns with what the vaccine contains and what we are putting in our bodies. Nothing else. It was just a matter of time before anti-vaxxers came out in full force as we were close to the vaccine. So, I, yeah, I think I think this one was just like a little bit more of a shock because I, I, I guess it's kind of ironic because the character that Letitia Wright plays is very science and technology yeah. forward. Yeah. So that one was like a, and everyone loves her. And so now people are like, oh, no, Letitia. And also the thing, she was liking some tweets about her being replaced in Marvel and like in the in the sequel. And people are like, OK, yeah, maybe we should. 
And, you know, I just didn't need this in my week because we are still reeling from other disasters around Black Panther the movie and losing, you know, Chadwick Boseman. So, you know, I just, I hope she just stops talking about it and we can move on. <laughs> yes, and educates herself. Yes, That'd and be like, wonderful. learns and uses her platform for science, not fiction. Yes. Here we go. <laughs> Okay, moving on. There's some really sad news for Superstore, which is one of my favorite sitcoms. Uh, NBC has announced the series will end after wrapping up its sixth season in the spring. The show's always struggled to earn renewals, but has developed a cult following. It's earned praise for its diverse casting and focus on social issues like immigration, affordable health care, and cultural appropriation. The news comes after star America Ferreira departed the show just last month. She was supposed to leave at the end of the fifth season, but the show wrapped early due to the pandemic, so she returned for two episodes in the fall. Have you ever seen the show, Zach? I haven't, but I've seen Twitter talking about the show, and I know people are really upset about it. You know, for the first two seasons, I mean, I loved every single season, but the first two seasons were very close to just like a sitcom, a really funny show. I think it was like, you know, The Office, but set in like a Walmart-esque kind of place. But the show really grew into itself. And when we're talking about immigration, yeah, they were talking about ICE. One of their coworkers got taken away by ICE. Then there also something I did mention was they are very pro-union. And it was very eye-opening just seeing about how they're treated by corporate. And it's just like, this is how a lot of Americans are treated. They're not given good health care. They're not given good pay. They're n- it's just like, it, it's very eye-opening. And I think they handled it in a way where they like weren't hitting you over the head. Yeah. So, you know, I will say six seasons, that's a lot of seasons. I think, you know, probably a natural end for the show. But I hope that people do go back and start to rewatch it or like see it if they've never seen it before, because I just think it was actually a very important and funny show. Yeah, I love. you're now making me want to go watch it. I wonder if it's on Netflix or Hulu or wherever. That's my one big talent is making you specifically want to watch yes, TV shows. You know, Salt Lake City, <laughs> now, you know, Superstore. And I I do remember the ice episode because that was such a big deal for a show to be directly engaging with the fact, but this was like 2017, 2018, I think beginning of Trump administration, but talking about the reality that like ice is literally ripping people out of their jobs. And uh, these are people, you know, so very much makes it personal. Um, So I will go watch it just for you, Casey. Thank you. Okay, so one final pop culture update. We got some pretty huge industry news yesterday. Warner Media announced they'll be releasing their entire slate of 2021 movies in theaters and on HBO Max simultaneously. Warner CEO Ann Sarnoff explained that the plan is to run the experiment for one full year, saying, quote, we're living in unprecedented times which call for creative solutions. A lot of people are saying this could be the final nail in the coffin for the already struggling theater industry. Although it seems likely Warner will work out a deal to pay theaters extra that agree to play films that are also streaming. One thing is for sure, it means we'll be able to see a bunch of huge movies the day they come out from the comfort of our couches. Maybe even some that we wouldn't have seen in theaters. So Zach, I would like to take a moment to play a quick game. And don't okay. worry, I'm going to play it with you. Okay, There's great. no no trick questions for you. I'm going to list off some of these movies that will be streaming on HBO Max next year, and then we have to decide if they're worthy of going to a theater for next year. Got it. Okay, Dune. Okay, Dune. I'd go to the theaters. Isn't Timothy Chalamet in it? Here's what I'm going to say about that one. I don't really have an interest in seeing the movie, but everyone's been talking about it for like years at this point. And it does seem like one of those movies that's meant for a theater. Yeah, my TV is not big enough to really take in like that, like extraterrestrial landscape. So I'd go see it. And also Timothy Chalamet will not look five feet tall for me then. So I will go see <laughs> it there. Yeah. Okay, so 
The Suicide Squad, which is the very confusingly titled follow-up to Suicide Squad. Home, because wasn't the first one bad? Yeah, I, that'll also be home for me. I think that's a great home one. Yeah. Okay, Space Jam, A New Legacy. Wait, like the Michael Jordan Space Jam? Yeah, there's a new one. Girl, that's a theater with some popcorn <laughs> and some candy. <laughs> okay, my, mine is home and I'm hot. <laughs> oh, I mean, that is also a choice, too. But in the state of California, you could be high at the theater. So You're, choose your own yes. adventure. There you go. But I do. That's that's kind of nostalgic. Sit at home, blanket with mom, maybe. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like that, like, with my sister or something like that. Um, okay. So this one, I, I'm very excited about it. I'm giving it away. I'm seeing this in theaters. Um, in the Heights. <laughs> you couldn't even get it out for I'm going to get through it. I'm so excited for In the Heights. I will, I will personally go with you to see this in the theaters. Because this, I mean, this was <sighs> what, I know everyone's obsessed with Hamilton but I saw In the Heights before Hamilton. I mean, it did obviously come out before, but it was the first theater I see, I'd seen of Lin-Manuel and it's incredible and I cannot wait to see it on, on the silver screen. I mean, it's song, dance, it's a joyous occasion with emotion and happiness and it's just like, that is something I want to experience with other human beings, you know? Yeah. Okay, now the newest installment in the Conjuring franchise titled The Devil Made Me Do It. I'm not watching it. No, I'm not seeing that movie. I'm I'm not seeing it. I will just skip right past her on the HBO Max platform. You know what? I will say all my horror friends who are always like, Casey, watch The Conjuring. And I'm like, no. No, pass. In a pandemic? They can go see this movie. Yeah, they can go see this movie. And I'm sure they'll love it. Okay, Matrix 4. Theater. 100% theater. I I have not seen Matrix 4. One and presumably two or three. So I probably shouldn't go see four until I see the other. Casey, (laughs) there are so many reasons why this is like not okay. From the Wachowskis (laughs) being queer icons to Uh this film uh franchise just really launching the future of like the Keanu Reeves being a queer icon. Like the sunglasses, (laughs) the fashions, it may dominate, like it may BDSM. Clothing really fashionable and mainstream. Um, so no, the Matrix for sure. And I and I'm going to see it because I, I my cousin Eric, who's older than me, he was I think he, I forget. I'm not going to say his age, but he's he's older than me. But every time a new one came out as a kid, he would take me to it. So maybe Aww. I will fly home and go see it with him yes. and his children. He has a daughter, yes. not children. He has one kid. But um, yeah, it's just very nostalgic. And for me. I will tag along and be like, okay, what is this in reference to? Bro, was you need this to brought watch up it. in Matrix you, One, you Two, or Three? It. Even because the main. <laughs> female character and I'm blanking on her name but she's a queer icon herself I feel like every like queer woman is obsessed with her damn okay I'm I'm gonna watch the matrix okay. I promise you I will right. do that okay so that is the end of this game which I fully enjoyed but there are like a ton of other movies that we're gonna see too like Tom and Jerry Godzilla versus Kong and Judas and the Black Messiah and I mean this is really yeah, amazing. cool and unprecedented that we get to see all these movies I'm super excited I'm really excited about Judas and the Black Messiah because that's the Fred Hampton biopic the Black Panther leader in Chicago um um, and I used to be a Chicago reporter on the, that side of town. So I'm, it just, it, I love anything that makes things more accessible here. And, you know, theaters aren't always the most accessible to people, whether it's actually like physically getting into them or paying for them or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, driving to them. Um, so to make theater this easy to watch, I, I'm down. I like the democratization of theater. All right. So when we come back, we were talking about how a grandparent sent their nudes to their grandkid on accident. Fit. We're tired of hearing new year, new you, fat burning secrets, and lose weight fast. The only thing you need to lose is self doubt. The body you're in deserves respect, love, and support. 
support you're not getting from your current sports bra. It's time to experience the only sports bra that actually does its job and outperforms the most popular brands on the market. It's time to feel real support from SheFit. Save $10 today at SheFit.com slash 2022. What's up, guys? I'm Rashad Bilal. And I am Troy Millings, and we are the hosts of the Earn Your Leisure podcast, where we break down business models and examine the latest trends in finance. We hold court and have exclusive interviews with some of the biggest names in business, sport and entertainment, from DJ Khaled to Mark Cuban, Rick Ross, and Shaquille O'Neal. I mean, our alumni list is expansive. Listen in as our guests reveal their business models, hardships, and triumphs in their respective fields. The knowledge is in-depth, and the questions are always delivered from your standpoint. We want to know what you want to know. We talk to the legends of business, sports, and entertainment about how they got their start, and most importantly, how they make their money. Earn Your Leisure is a college business class mixed with pop culture. Want to learn about the real estate game? Unclear as how the stock market works? We got you. Interested in starting a trucking company or a vending machine business? Not really sure about how taxes or credit work? We got it all covered. The Earn Your Leisure podcast is available now. Listen to Earn Your Leisure on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Raffi is the voice of some of the happiest songs of our generation. Baby Beluga. So who is the man behind Baby Beluga? Every human being wants to feel respected. When we start with young children, All good things can grow from there. I'm Chris Garcia, comedian, new dad, and host of Finding Raffi, a new podcast from iHeartRadio and Fatherly. Listen every Tuesday on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, we've got time for two more things. A daily double, if you will. The first is something that's taking over the internet. At Cherry Dank on Twitter posted, quote, Eliminate two forever along with the following food and drinks, tacos, fries, beer, burgers, soda, pizza, and cake. And of course, it came with a healthy debate and relatable replies. One person responded, this choice is like a Saw movie trap, while another added, do you want me to starve? (laughs) Okay, so what are we doing? What are we eliminating here? So we have to eliminate two of them. We have to eliminate two. What are they? Tacos, fries, beer, burgers. I'm eliminating burgers because I've never had a burger, so I won't miss it. I don't know what I'm getting rid of. Oh, this is kind of sad. This is really sad. Oh, cake. I don't like cake. I'm fine with that. This was easy for me. This was very easy easy. for you. Well, I know where not to have dinner with you. Um, (laughs) Mine is going to be soda and beer. Soda and beer. See, I like what's so interesting is that I was like, I'm not a big beer drinker, but when I want a beer, I want a beer. It's very rare that I feel that. Yeah. Um, when I want a martini, I want a martini. When I want a margarita, I want a margarita. But a beer is kind of, it's something I order when I want to press the brakes on the night. You know, something I'm going to have holding that I'm not going to touch. So that's what it's for me. <laughs> so um, yeah, I will no longer have my safety net to stop drinking if I get rid of beer. So there we go. But tacos, forever. Oh, forever. I had some shrimp tacos last night. Mwah. Yeah. See, we live in Southern California. That is impossible. So everything else could go. Literally tacos have to stay. All right. Our second topic is a TikTok. And who boy, where to start on this one? User Mimi Bay 89s grandma sent her some, um, let's call them very private pictures. And this was her grandma's voicemail after the fact. Raven, this is your grandmother. I apologize so much. I sent you pictures. I pushed your name by mistake. I meant to send it to my friend, Brian Allen. Please delete that picture from your group. Please, Grandma Baby. 
Grandma, when I looked up at my thing and I seen that, I felt so bad. I was sending it to Brian Allen, but you know your grandmother don't. I can <laughs> not breathe. I, I, I honestly think my favorite part was that she was like, that wasn't meant for you, but this is who it was meant for. She told on herself. Like, I I just, I'm hoping that this is grandma's, you know, mistress. That grandpa just doesn't know either, but she also doesn't care if grandpa knows. But like, how, what, I, we, okay, sorry. Let me take a second here. We know from data that, Elderly folks in America are having lots of sex. You know, STI rates are booming in um, in nursing homes pre-pandemic. So we know they're having sex. Thank you, Viagra. But I don't need to know. You know, my grandmother, if she called that woman, said it a lot. Like my grandmother, I don't know what I would do if she sent me her nudes. Also, what were the angles, Casey? Because, you know, I'm sure you and I both have gotten nudes. And I don't think my grandmother could get in certain positions like that. Okay? I just don't think. <laughs> I just like, oh my god! I want to know how many times this has happened to other people because I'm, I'm sure it has. I'm just positive it has. I uh, feel texts like, that weren't supposed to be said. Yeah, I feel like it's happened to parents, maybe, but a grandparent. I mean, I guess it probably has. If someone's listening, this has happened to you. You can DM us and tell us, and we can keep Please your do. identity. Don't secret. send the picture. We no, don't want I'm the picture. Good. I'm good on the picture. But tell us about it. Yeah, I do want to know about that. It just. <laughs> I mean, I, well, we have to understand that everyone's a sexual being. Our parents are having sex. Our grandparents are having sex. Our uncles, et cetera. But sometimes I guess I just don't want to talk about it. I don't want to know. I don't want to see the photo. My God. And I'm very sex positive, but I don't ever want to see the photo. <laughs> ever, 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 ever. Um, Casey, have you ever gotten a photo from someone like this on accident? No, but someone sent me one that they got on accident. That I won't name, <laughs> but it, it was absolutely hilarious. And I'll tell you, it was an accident. They basically were trying to take a picture of something else and they were just straight up naked in a mirror. Oh my God. <laughs> Those are my favorite photos where um, people send a picture of something else and it reveals uh -huh. like something they weren't intentional. Yep. Like they're fully exactly, naked. You can exactly. see in the background a little bit. Um, I remember there was a day a friend of mine this was years ago accidentally posted their nudes on Facebook. Um, and we had to send a text message. And I think it's because when you, the Facebook app, there's like a photo thing. And if you press it, it's the yeah, latest yeah. photo. It can go really quickly. So it happens. You know, people do it. I mean, we saw it with Chris Evans. Chris Evans did it just yep. very recently. Yep. So it's very, it very doable. Yeah. <laughs> well, I hope it doesn't happen to us. And I, nope. does, I hope it doesn't happen to any of our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it for today. Join us on Monday when we're talking with Andrew Rannells about his star-studded new Netflix movie, Prom. And remember, the Met Gala is an event with a theme, not necessarily a theme itself. Looking at you, Mary of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. <laughs> News O'Clock is produced by Dan Bauza, Alan Haverchak, Julia Karen, and Erica Nedanine. Special thanks to Tracy Ayers, Mangesh Hatikader, Samantha Hennick, and Tommy Wesley. Be sure to subscribe to News O'Clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you go for your sound stories. And please take the time to leave us a rating and a review. It helps us figure out what you like about the show versus what you love about the show. And remember to set your alarm so you never miss an episode of News O'Clock. You've always...
always had the feeling that there's something strange about reality. According to the Stuff to Blow Your Mind podcast, there is. On the show, hosts Robert Lamb and Joe McCormick examine neurological quandaries, cosmic mysteries, evolutionary marvels, and much more. Prosthetics are true testaments to not only human craftsmanship and ingenuity, but also to the plasticity of the human brain. Listen to Stuff to Blow Your Mind on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by DuckDuckGo. Protect your privacy online for free with DuckDuckGo. I'm Colleen Witt. Join me, the host of Eating While Broke podcast, while I eat a meal created by self-made entrepreneurs, influencers, and celebrities over a meal they once ate when they were broke. Today, I have the lovely AJ Crimson, the official princess of Compton, Asia. Kidding, and Asia. This is The Professor. We're here on Eating While Broke, and today I'm going to break down my meal that got me through a time when I was broke. Listen to Eating While Broke on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Adoption of teens from foster care is a topic not enough people know about, and we're here to change that. I'm April Dinwiddie, host of the new podcast, Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Each episode brings you compelling real-life adoption stories told by the families that live them with commentary from experts. Visit adoptuskids.org slash podcast or subscribe to Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families and the Ad Council.